cause bigger, very costly issues in the future. Give yourself peace of mind, knowing your roof's integrity is solid through every season of the year. Don't ignore it any longer. Fix it with one simple call today to Adams & Co. Roofing Specialists, 260-0080. That's Adams & Co. Roofing Specialists, 260-0080. Attention Clemson sports fans. Swing for the fences in style this spring. Whether you're hitting the baseball diamond or the softball field, we got you covered. From replica jerseys that make you feel like you're part of the team to stylish hats and tees, even comfy sweats for those cool game nights. We got the gear that takes your game to the next level. So why wait? Spring into action with Tiger Sports Shop and gear up for success. Visit our store or shop online at tigersports.com because Tiger fans don't settle for anything less. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and Patio. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Ships at sea. How are you today, producer Ramon? I'm doing fine today. Good, good. Host Walt. <laughs> um, I, before we get started, I would like to thank one Tom Plummer for replacing my hot water heater today. Thank you. That's great. That's that's uh, that's wonderful. Uh, lots to get to on today's uh, program. You can get in if you want. Six five four seven six two seven. Clemson baseball gets another another win. 
Uh, and uh, and that's uh, they're off to a good start. Off to a good start. I mean, I, look, I'm not I'm not ready to say anything more than that because I, I need to see the competition heat up a little more before I make any uh, grandiose claims. <laughs> you know, I want to see I, I want to see the competition heat up a little. Uh, by the way, our good friend Bob Mahoney is going to start joining us. Uh, to discuss Clemson baseball, and that's what, Ramona, every Monday at 4? Is that what we did last year? Right. Okay, so there you go. So Bob will join us every Monday at 4. I mean, most Mondays at 4. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some situations where he won't be able to join us, but uh, we would love to have him on every Monday at 4, and he'll be with us most days, uh, most Mondays, uh, to uh, review what happened on the weekend and that type of thing. Uh, But, you know, I think that, um, again, you're off to a good start. You're off to a good start without really any offensive contribution from Will Taylor so far, which A, really surprises me, and B, is not going to last. I mean, uh, you know, it's um, it's a situation. What is what is Taylor, like one for 12 or something? Uh, whatever he is. He's off to a uh, really bad offensive start. and But, you know, it's just a few games, and that's clearly not going to last. So, you know, and when, he, when he hits a three-game stretch here where he goes 12 for 12 or 12 of 14 or something, nobody would be talking about that anymore, and that's going to happen. So it, I, the table setters in this lineup for Clemson with Caterella and with Will Taylor are just elite, and those players are elite, and they're elite offensively and they're elite defensively. And as I said, so far, you haven't seen uh, Taylor offensively. Other guys have stepped up. You know, um, there's been a lot of talk about Purify and the depth at shortstop, the depth of this baseball team, and I think all those things are true. I think Jimmy Obertop is going to wind up being an enormous acquisition for this baseball team. He, A, gives you some pop, as he demonstrated the other day. He did that at Michigan. And he gives you some experience and some versi- positional versatility. And obviously, if you need him to step in and handing, handle the catching assignment long term, he's capable of that. Uh, I, I think Obertop is going to wind up being a major, major addition uh, to this team. And I think that's why Eric Backage uh, brought him in. So, uh, but I think, you know, so far, so good. We need to see a lot more. Uh, we need to see this team face better competition before we have any idea what they are. We're not. We're not there yet. Um, but I think the the depth is certainly good. The depth of arms is good. So far, so good on the Friday Saturday night uh, starter deal with Barlow and Smith. We'll see if uh, if that continues to hold up when the competition uh, gets better. Uh, but there's a lot to like. So far, I just I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic. Is is where I'm at. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I I want to see more. Like right away, I'd like to see I'd like to see more. But like I said, so far so good. And and I think as the season unfolds, Obertop is going to be a a bigger and bigger um, reason for success if success continues. I just think I think he's needed, and now you have an injury at catcher as well. Uh, we'll see how it, with Jacob Joel. We'll see how that all works out. Um, you know, hit with the pitch, and uh, uh, and that's not that's obviously not good. There was a little scale with a scare with uh, with Gantarella at his shoulder, but um, but that looks like it'll be okay. Um, so good start, good start. 
Um, more to come, more to see, um, and we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, Clemson basketball tonight uh, will take on Georgia Tech. Um, yeah, this is a Georgia Tech team that their most talented players are two freshmen. Uh, obviously, this is a bit of a revenge spot for Clemson. Uh, Clemson blew a nine-point lead, I think, in a minute and thirty seconds in the first game. You know, we, I, um, you know, I heard Ben the other day talking about how you know ten-point leads, twelve-point leads in basketball, nothing. That's a hundred percent true. That is just basketball. It happens all the time. Basketball is an ebb and flow game. You know, th- th- that's in every game occurrence. I, I, I don't think people realize how many twenty, twenty-five point leads are blown. I don't think people realize it. it's a regular occurrence in basketball. However, when they're where you don't see many leads blown are leads of like nine points with a minute and thirty left, and uh, and that was a problem. And you know, and PJ was wearing those dudes out, and then uh, he committed a a foul. If I remember this game correctly from the first time, I did not get a chance to go back and watch this game uh, as I often do. I did not get a chance to do that this morning. Um, but I think that if if memory serves, I, I believe PJ fouled a three point shooter, and that was the first thing that took three points off that lead. You know, they're, they're just things that you you can't do. Again, I go back to that Shanahan line. I, I really like that line. I know I don't think he adhered to it, but uh, basically, uh, the team that wins is the team that does the right thing for the longest amount of time, and. Um, and Clemson didn't in the last minute and 30 seconds of that first game. Um, you, you don't get these things back. You know, you, you just, you don't. Mistakes in the final couple minutes. You know, listen, live ball turnovers, that kind of thing, turnovers in general, you just can't afford them. You have to play clean basketball in the last few minutes. When things pick up, the intensity picks up, you have to play clean basketball. You know, the one thing you have to make absolutely positive, sure of, is that you get a shot, a shot. Any shot is better than no shot. Even a long three that uh, that's potentially damaging court balance-wise and might lead to long rebounds and runouts, even a long three is better than turning it over and getting no shot at the basket. But, you know, Clemson comes off the NC State game where, uh, again, we can talk about end game defense and uh, and there was that issue. There's always going to be that issue with this team. As we've discussed, you know, uh, this team, the starting lineup of this team is is an offensive lineup and they're not great defensively. Some of the better on-ball defender types come off the bench. The, the And that's a dilemma that you don't have both ingredients necessarily in the same guys. But Clark is the bridge piece there. And I, I think Clark um, is is going to be an answer to a lot of this um, because of the defensive flexibility and the additional rebounding he provides you. And Clark was really not a factor in that first game. But he should be a major factor tonight. Clemson needs to torture Georgia Tech. Uh, take them in the low block and take them into the torture chamber and wear them out. Wear them out. And and I'm going to tell you something. I think Nathan George is a terrific player. 
for Georgia Tech, the freshman guard. And see, the, 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 the dilemma is, is that every Clemson fan thinks he, that George is a first-team All-American because he played that way against Clemson. He has not played that way really against other people. Uh, Georgia Tech's most talented player is, is actually by Ndongo. He's their most talented player. Now, is he as big a matchup problem for Clemson at this point as George? No, probably not. See, that's a that's sort of a one-off thing relate, directly related to Clemson's strengths and weaknesses. You know, Clemson has physical size and maturity inside, and Clemson has had trouble leveling off opposing guards for much of the year. So, in a real sense, George is a more unique matchup problem to Clemson than Ndongo necessarily is at this point. But their most talented player is Ndongo. And I'm telling you right now, when when George when this league reconvenes next year, that guy is going to be impossible to deal with. I mean, he destroyed Duke. I mean, uh, he he just absolutely destroyed Duke. He's that degree of talent. I mean, as a as a as a young post player, and both those guys are freshmen. So, regardless, uh, they're both going to be back uh, in all likelihood, and Georgia Tech is going to be that much better for it a year from now. And as I said, Clemson, with their physical size and maturity, should be too much for Indongo, and you want to get him in foul trouble too. You want to get him in foul trouble. But I'm telling you right now, dude is a freak absolute freak of a talent um and you know it's funny because i i would i did go back and watch more film on him again and i said this before the first game i went back and watched more film on him again this morning and i and, I, and i'm pulling up these games with him in it and you know it's nobody knows how to pronounce his name he, he i don't know if they don't have a pronunciation guide for him or not but i mean like i'm watching the game that they're showing uh against duke and the commentators for the game actually are starting to refer to him as number 11. They're not even referring to him by name because they, they got it wrong every time. They changed it every time. Uh, it's not an easy name. It's like it's one of these names that you know you need a pronunciation guide for because otherwise you don't realize that the N is actually pronounced. It's not silent. And in his first name is actually by. Uh, this would have been a good one, Ramona, for uh, Win Waltz Money. As a texter, as a Twitter follower pointed out, uh, and I should have done that. But in any case, uh, his name is Bai Ndongo, and and I'm telling you right now, next year everybody will know that name because he is an amazing talent, an amazing talent, and and he's a concern. There's no mistake about it, but. Clemson has size and physical maturity and should go right at him tonight. Uh, you go back to the NC State game, and you know, and I know you know Brad talked a little bit about the defense at the end and that kind of thing, but uh, the turnovers at the end were very costly. I think uh, Joe Girard playing thirty-seven plus minutes might have been costly at the end of the game when fatigue set in a little bit, and he, you know he, he he got off offensively in the second half, and that sometimes leads him to want to bounce the ball a few many more times, a few more times than he should, 
And I, I, I thought the the little, uh, you know, the, too much dribbling at the end of the game. Too much dribbling at the end of the game. But I also think that he had to be a little bit gassed. I mean, he, he played 37 minutes, a lot of it as, as point guard in that game. You know, realize that, well, we'll get to this on the other side, but from just the nature of playing that position, all right, and, you know, Chase and Joe are a little interchangeable in that regard out there. Neither is really a true point guard. Chase didn't grow up playing point guard, uh, as was discussed in Tiger Hour the other day. Uh, but I'll but I'll define another bit of an issue that Clemson has in that regard when we come back and uh, and remind all what really happened in that Clemson NC State game and why that cannot happen tonight if Clemson has designs on winning the game. Walt up to the road rage, quick break, we'll be right back. You might not know this, but the Ingalls Bakery is actually a bakery. As in, we bake things, really delicious things. Things like crusty breads just waiting for that scrumptious strawberry jam. Apple fritters to pair perfectly with that morning cup of coffee. Cakes for any occasion, customized to your precise standards. And did we mention the cookies? It's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. It's Race for the Green Time. Go ahead and make your plans to sign up today. Run signup.com. It's coming your way March 16th, 2024. Make a commitment to do your first 5K or half marathon and take advantage of those early bird pricing. Run signup.com. Great swag, the beautiful medal that everybody talks about. This is our 14th annual half marathon and 5K. Sign up today. Don't forget March 16th, 2024. Run signup.com and come on and have a great time. If you're looking for a UTV, tractor, trailer, or tractor attachment, visit Mahindra of Anderson where they guarantee to be any competitor's price and offer the best customer service and quality parts in the upstate. Mahindra of Anderson offers financing and can also quote your trade-in. Visit MahindraofAnderson.com or in person on Pyramid Dairy Road to check out their inventory and talk with one of their knowledgeable and friendly staff members. Mahindra, the number one selling tractor in the world. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles, Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. Is switching your wireless service to Total by Verizon easy? Totalmente. And you get unlimited 5G data? $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan? At an amazing price? With no contracts. Should you switch to Total by Verizon? Definitely. Uh, I mean... Totalmente. Find a store or switch suavemente at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate without a pay, plus taxes and fees. Discount begins the month after you enroll. Additional terms apply. See website for data management practices. When you're looking for the beautiful gift she deserves, do what I do. Shop at Turner's Jewelers. They have an amazing selection of silver, gold, precious gems, and diamonds. And Turner's can create a custom piece she'll absolutely treasure. Whatever the occasion, trust a tradition of family excellence for more than 60 years. Shop now at turnersjewelers.com or visit them today in the Applewood Shopping Center next to Belk and Seneca. Southern hospitality meets diamond know-how at Turner's Jewelers. 
Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries golf carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at SaltyFriesFRYES.com. Gastroenterology Associates, the largest and most experienced gastroenterology group in South Carolina, is now accepting new patients. If you are over 45 years old, it's time for you to schedule a screening colonoscopy. Book at any of their five office locations or three endoscopy centers across the upstate. Get timely relief for digestive discomfort with office visits available within one month and up to 75% less cost than inpatient hospital visits. Visit gastroassociates.com to book your appointment today. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The Upstate's home for the best coverage of the NFL Draft and the top 100 players is right here on The Roar on Road Rage with Walt Deptula. Weekdays from 3 to 7 p.m where every day is game day. Up to the road rage. It's a John Hyatt day. The great John Hyatt. You can get in 654-767-654-767. All right. So you have a guy like Gerard, right? And and he comes from a system uh, that previously played nothing but zone defense. And he comes to Clemson and he has to learn man defense, the principles, uh, individual, team-wise, everything else. He also has to learn how to deal with uh, high ball screens and defending that action. These are things that he hadn't really previously faced. And so he, he's asked to do much more defensively. You know, you need to think about these elements. He's asked to do so much more defensively than he was when he was at Syracuse. And what is he by trade? He's a 2,000-point shooter by trade. And not even so much a score. He does score, but he's a, he's a shooter. And one of the great shooters in the country. Well, what do shooters need most to be their best? Their legs. And he's been asked to do way more defensively with this team. He's also had to handle a lot of the ball-handling duties at times. Um, some games more than others. Um, the Alabama game in the second half, he handled a lot of the the ball handling duties and and handled it pretty well. Um, so what I'm saying is the, the, the physical demands on a guy like Joe Girard are much more taxing here than they were at Syracuse. Uh, 
they were. They are, I should say. Uh, particularly on the on the on the defensive end, um, and then you know on top of that, that last game he plays thirty seven minutes, and and Brad was unhappy with a couple of the guys off the bench in terms of uh, their defensive effort, and and so uh, he at least for one game sort of doghoused them a little bit. I think it might have hurt a little at the end. Uh, I, I, I just I, I don't think you can afford to have Gerard play 37-plus minutes and think that he's going to be able to handle pressure at the end of the game without some mistakes. Mistakes occur for a lot of reasons at the end of the game. Those kind of turnovers occur. One of the reasons is physical and mental fatigue. And I'm guessing that Gerard was suffering from a little bit of that at the end of the NC State game. Uh but going back to the first half of the NC State game, where I think the game was actually uh, lost, uh, and I'll just reference this again, it was one free throw attempt, which is just insane. It wasn't the officials. It was the way Clemson played. Played a very casual game, um, especially in the first half, but even throughout the game. Um, just got, a, got, into, got involved in a three-point shooting contest. Um a horse got this, if you will, and no, uh, no post entry pass, no PJ in the paint, no post entry passes, nothing, and there's just no excuse for it. it. And it doesn't matter whether NC State tries to cut the head off by exerting perimeter pressure and making post entry more difficult. Your basketball team, you got to be able to handle that stuff. You you can't let another team take away your best player. And but part of it was uh, Clemson uh, taking away PJ themselves. He hit his first two threes and spent a lot of time outside in the first half. Uh, again, I think that balance has to be 75% paint, 25% outside. Uh, I think three-quarters of the time, P.J. needs to be in the paint. And and uh, it's not just what he's capable of and the fact he's such an effective scorer in the paint, but you just are never getting to the bonus without him in the paint. He's never going to be fouled taking three-point shots. He's not going to create fouls for the other team. When P.J. Hall is in the paint and this team is feeding him, the fouls mount quickly for the opponents. You know, There was one game recently where he created 10 fouls. 10 fouls because he played primarily in the paint and they could do nothing with him. And so they fouled him all game long. And again, it's not just P.J. Hall that benefits from that. It's the team. The reason Joe Girard, who's a 94% shooter and from the free throw line and third in the nation, gets to attempt free throws at the end of a half or a game is because earlier in the half, P.J. Hall was creating fouls. And that gets Joe Girard into bonus territory, and that's exactly where Clemson needs to be at the end of halves and the end of games. If you track the whole history of this league, free throw attempts is one of the most important elements of winning. It certainly has served North Carolina and Duke really well over over the years. You can't shoot one free throw attempt in a game at home and uh, and think that you're in a half and think you're going to win. The second half was better, and they shot 16. That's what it should have been in the first half too. Oh, by the way, they won the second half. I know that you know the fail came at the end, but they won the second half. They won the second half because they shot 16 free throws. First half won, and they lost the first half and could have lost it by double digits. 
So you go into a road environment at, at Georgia Tech tonight and a team that's already beaten you once, and your advantage, your 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 initial big advantage is in the paint. And that's how you get to the free throw line, and free throw attempts will be important again, as they always are. And you're not going to get that unless Hall's doing work in the paint. So PJ needs to be down there working for post position, and his uh, teammates need to find him uh, because everybody benefits from that in the end. And, you know, look, by and large, you can get three point shots at almost any time. Um, you know, there are. There are better three-point opportunities. I mean, some of the best are created off of offensive rebounding and or in transition. Um, but you can basically get that at any point in the shot clock, particularly if you're playing inside out. So Clemson's got to do a better job limiting turnovers, uh, both during game and end game situations. Like I said before, virtually, with rare exception, virtually any shot is better than no shot. And you've got to get to the free throw line. And for Clemson to get to the free throw line, it's got to be P.J. Hall and it's got to be Chase Hunter driving. Um, and, you know, is this a is this a must win? I, look, to my way of thinking, yes, it is. It, it may not be a must win from a from a getting into the tournament standpoint, but it's a must win from a seeding standpoint. You, you cannot afford to be losing this game. Um uh, you know, Georgia Tech is uh, teetering on on whether they're a uh, a quad three or quad four opponent. You can't lose this game. I mean, you might raise their stock to quad three status. I mean, this system is so screwed up. It's so utterly ridiculous when you actually think about the dynamics and the absurd things you have to say when talking about this system, about the things that have to happen negatively or positively that affect the, the outcome. It's just, it's so ridiculously and fatally flawed, but it's the system we are employing at least for another year. Um, but when I think about this game, you know, obviously from a matchup standpoint, George was a problem the first time. Players frequently remember who they played well against. Clemson's going to have to do a good job limiting him. Uh, but as I indicated, you know, he didn't really, he hasn't really done that against anybody else. I mean, I, what is he averaging? Like eight points a game, I and mean, what's he averaging? Let me let me just look him up for a second. Uh, and see what his numbers actually say. I think he's averaging like four point seven or eight assists, which is good. Um, and I'm thinking he's averaging like eight points or something. He's averaging uh, nine point one points per game. Nine point one per game. What do you have against Clemson? 27, 30, what do you have in that first game? He's averaging nine a game. He's their uh, fourth leading scorer. And he is averaging 4.8 assists a game. Uh, only two turnovers, good assist to turnover ratio. He's only shooting 39% from the field. And he's shooting, uh, you know, get this. He had not shot the ball well from three at all this year. And then the game before he played Clemson, that's really where he got off and got going. The game before he played Clemson, he shot well from three. And then he carried that into the Clemson game and he shot well from three. Well, he's back down where he was. He's at 28.7% from three. He basically can't shoot. 
from three-point range right now. The only team, he's basically shot well from three-point range about twice this year. You know, you, honestly, you look at these numbers, he's shooting 39% from the field, he's shooting 67% from the foul line, and 28.7% from three-point line. Those numbers suck. None of those numbers are good. The field goal percentage numbers suck. The free throw percentage numbers suck. The three-point shooting percentage numbers suck. The only number, the only team he's really played super well against was Clemson. He has ability. He's just not lived up to it as yet. And is he going to be great down the road? Yeah, but don't make him great tonight because you already did him the favor of making him great once. There have been some of these games this year where guys have had these like career games. Again, and I know his career is one season long, but where guys have had these career games uh, against Clemson. Uh, Clemson's been better defensively of late. I think a big part of that is attributable to Clark, but there's no reason to let. And look, do I think this guy poses Clemson uh, some unique problems that uh, that maybe doesn't pose everybody else in the league right now? Yes, I do. Uh, and maybe maybe that happens again, but logically, it it doesn't seem likely. He just has not shot or played that well. As I indicated, none of these numbers are good. 39% from the field is, for the season is not good. 67% free throw shooting by a lead guard sucks. That's just dreadful. And 28.7% from three-point range, also dreadful. So, you know, the, the numbers of the season suggest he ain't it, and he should not destroy Clemson again tonight and Clemson can't let him now again he has some confidence playing Clemson because he played well the first time and guys tend to remember that um meanwhile and Dongo's numbers keep going up and he's the guy that uh that Clemson has to make sure does not impact this game they got to go right at him early right into the paint see if you can get him in foul trouble um because you know, he is the most talented player on Georgia Tech's team and moving forward next year, he, he, he's going to be... Look, and Dongo right now as a freshman is averaging 12 points and 8 rebounds a game. He's shooting 58% from the field. Uh, actually, he's shooting 30% from three-point range. He's actually has, he actually has a better three-point shooting percentage than George does, believe it or not. Uh, but he's their future, as is George. But in Dongo next year... I mean, assuming he's at Georgia Tech, he's going to be one of the dominant players. I mean, you could put him on the first league all team right now, first uh, league all team right now, um, because that's what he's going to be a year from now. But I think that Clemson still has a physical maturity advantage in there and has to take advantage of that right from the beginning. Let Georgia Tech know we're going to crush you in the paint. Uh, we're going to attack the paint uh, because that's what Clemson needs to do to make sure they come away with a win tonight. And that's uh, that's vital as you look ahead. Because, like I said, you're playing for seeding now. You're playing for seeding. You come off a loss that you shouldn't have had. Um, and, and and I want to talk a little bit about uh, what went on in the world of college basketball last night because uh, there were some other things that went on 
in the world of college basketball, including uh, NC State losing a close one at home to Syracuse with maybe a questionable call at the end of the game. You can get in. You want you know what you want to talk about? You can get in. 654-767. Let me tell you about Kiwi Financial Group. Through personal life, business, financial, and state planning changes, your financial advisor should be by your side like financial advisor Greg Wales at Kiwi Financial in Clemson. If you aren't getting the attention or information you deserve from your current financial advisor, Greg Wales at Kiwi Financial in Clemson wants to earn your business and your trust. A financial advisor should know your goals, help push you towards them, send you frequent updates and encouragement along the way. Your financial advisor should also educate you on any new financial approaches to help better grow your portfolio and your return on investments. Look, Greg knows you've worked hard for your money, and now you need your money to work for you. Greg uses cutting-edge financial technology to create a meticulous plan that helps you achieve your current investment and financial goals. Greg will be there for you through the mountains and valleys of life, educating, advising, helping lead you to a more fulfilling financial future. Look, if you just want more from your money and your financial advisor services, call Greg Wales today with Kiwi Financial Group. I promise you'll thank me later. Schedule your free consultation by calling Greg, 654-5043. Tell him I sent you, 654-5043, or visit Kiwi KiwiFinancial.com for more info. That's KiwiFinancial.com. Quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses, just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to MyMoneyIsSafe.com. Do you have sagging, softer, bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawl space. Damaged wood in your crawl space can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value, and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. Your home is your most valuable asset. When it comes to the professional installation of a decorative coating on your garage floor, working with a local, experienced company is in your best interest. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings. For nearly 15 years, we've provided premier garage floor coatings and have earned the most five-star Google reviews in our industry. To learn how we can make your garage floor shine, go to irondrivegaragefloors.com and request a free estimate. That's irondrivegaragefloors.com. Hey guys, it's time to reclaim that alpha feeling. If you've been feeling sluggish, carrying extra weight, or missing a step in the bedroom, it's time for a change. Book an appointment today at Low Country Mail. Our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just $220 a month, covering testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans. Let's make men men again. Book today at lowcountrymail.com. Ben here for EC Sports. Are you looking for a clean pre-workout to help level up your workout? OptiForce pre-workout is formulated with proven ingredients that deliver advanced energy, endurance, focus, and pumps. Say goodbye to crash and jitters with all-natural caffeine from green tea and green coffee bean for a clean burst of steady energy. OptiForce is guaranteed to enhance your workout and take you to the next level of training or your money back. Visit upstatemuscle.com and use code BEN for 20% discount on your order. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing. 
but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend, so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. That's R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night fights. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. The Roar, your home for all things analytics and salary cap analysis. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? We are The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome to the Road Rage. We are back. I I need to mention this, Ramona, especially because I, I learned today. I did not, uh, I was unaware of this. I wish I had been aware of this earlier. Uh, by the way, I get a lot of good texts on basketball. I'm going to read some of your texts in a minute. Um, I wish I had been aware of this earlier, but uh, Riley Gaines is going to be at Clemson tomorrow. Is uh, she? Yeah. Do you know who Riley Gaines is? Yes, I do. Uh, Riley Gaines is a gold medal winning, um, Olympic gold medal winning swimmer who was uh, a legend at Kentucky uh, participating for that swim team. And now she is a voice for uh, women's athletics and, and support of Title IX and, um, and supporting opportunity for women athletes. And she is full-fledged against the participation of males in women's in women's athletics, as she should be. And, you know, and, and the thing is, Ramona, the parties that be do not like this wording. They do not like you saying uh, males participating in women's athletics. They don't, they don't like that. They don't care for that. Here's the thing. Uh, Riley doesn't care whether you care for it or not, and neither do I. Uh, my answer to you is screw off. Uh, I don't. 
I don't care at all what you think about that. I mean, because you're you don't understand the material. That's your problem. That's your that's the dilemma. You don't you don't understand the if a female athlete dares take any sort of testosterone into her body and she gets found to be if she tests positive for testosterone, she is going to be banned. But these would-be female athletes, these fake female athletes, have testosterone running, pulsing through their bodies for 18 years of development. And then you think you're going to what? Put the genie back in the bottle? It doesn't work that way. It's an absolute sham and charade, and you are trampling all over the rights of female athletes in the process. They are being denied scholarships. They are losing opportunities. And and I'm sorry. You know, I, I try and avoid the political element of, the, of, of this world as much as I can on a sports show. But make no mistake about it. This is a, this is a liberal thing. It just is. And it's most, it's happening for the most part in these quasi-liberal states. And I know Ramon is answering calls right now, but and I want her to be able to I want her to be able to hear this because Riley Gaines in advance of her uh, trip here tomorrow. And again, I wish I had known she was coming. We would have uh, endeavored to get her on, and I'm sure we 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 would have been able to. But I, I believe she speaks to here tomorrow at 6 p.m. And I'm just afraid that you know that she's probably on a tight time schedule. And I think I'd be taking advantage. If I tried to see if I could jam her in here somewhere between four and six, uh, or three and uh, five, or whatever the case may be, given that she's actually speaking at six, um, but Riley Gaines posted this, Ramona, and, and, and let me just one more time state this: this is not about fairness in society, because. I will no. I will stand with you by you for every trans person looking for equality in a job market. I am fully supportive of that and fully supportive of the notion that there needs to be fairness and equity. The dilemma is that these uh, male athletes masquerading as females, they're looking for competitive advantage. The things that that they feel that many times I'm sure in real society they feel go against them, but here in an athletic endeavor, they're looking to gain competitive advantage. It actually flies in the face of everything that they stand for and that they have to face in in regular society, which makes it even that more laughable. There is nothing you can do once you have been a male for 18 years. There is no way you can say, presto, I'm a female. How do you erase the 18 years? How do you make that disappear? It's impossible. It cannot be done. You are a male. By every standard and measure, you're a male. And we keep doing this crap. Riley Gaines posted this, Ramona. Uh, she posted this uh, two days ago. Uh, I'm coming to you people on the phone lines. Trans-identified male player for KIPP Academy in Massachusetts injured three girls before halftime, causing Lowell Collegiate Charter School to forfeit. 
And then she added, a man hitting a woman used to be called domestic abuse. Now it's called brave. Ah. She's taking no prisoners. I and, know. And rightfully, rightfully so. Rightfully so. She is uh, the loudest, most identifiable voice on this issue. And, uh, and she's going to be here tomorrow to speak about the rights of female athletes and opportunity and opportunities denied. Again, what we are doing in these cases is f- for this fraudulent act of, uh, of allegedly protecting the rights of trans athletes, we are trampling on the rights of female athletes. I'm sorry, that just doesn't work, nor should it ever work. Uh, I mean, you have a school in Lowell Collegiate Charter who had to forfeit. And and honestly, Ramona, this dude on the court with them is like a giant compared to these women. And he's just knocking them over left and right like bowling pins. And and somehow these morons who sanction this stuff uh, think that they're doing good. You're, you're Honestly, your mind is so frigging twisted if you support this. And if you think, you you here's what you're trying to do. You're trying to be Mr. and Mrs. Goody Two-Shoes for everybody. And in the process, you are trampling over the rights of people that you allegedly care to protect. It's, it's a level of ignorance that borders on insanity. I mean, how can anybody in their right mind watch what goes on in these activities and think, oh, well, yeah, this is good. I mean, I'm watching the video right now. There's a girl on the court who cannot get up. She cannot get up. She is laying there on the court holding her back. Uh, you're watching a video of that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I wrote total BS. That's what uh. I wrote above it. I'll, I'll, I'll retweet it. Uh, I'll repost it right now in the event you want to you wanna see it. But... This is everything that's wrong with athletics. This is everything that is counter. Once again, real life, I'm a hundred. I hundred percent stand with any person, trans any person, for competitive fairness, which is what most people want in real life: competitive fairness. And yet, these same individuals who seek competitive fairness in real life where perhaps they meet up against resistance think it's okay in the field of athletic endeavor to ignore competitive fairness and trample on the rights of others logically illogical (laughs) it is right it's just beyond belief stupidity and ignorance and you know Ramona we've said this a million times these people who promote this agenda that we're seeing Male athletes competing against females because that's what it is. They're male athletes. No matter what you, no matter what you want to say, in the field of athletic endeavor, they are male athletes. I'm sorry. The people who want to promote this and who institute it are never willing to stand up and defend it. Never. They always balk when you challenge them to defend it because. Like we've said a million times, when you attempt to defend the indefensible, you're guaranteed to look like an idiot. And I there mean, is did, no defense. Sorry, I mean to interrupt but No, go you. ahead. He just, uh, she, he knocked her down. She can't get up. Right, right. And he knocked out three female players in the first half. And so they had to forfeit because they didn't have enough right, players the team to play. That, right. The team that lost the players had to forfeit because they didn't have enough players to play. Uh, 
and yet somehow we think that that this is okay. And they didn't they didn't make the connection between him in, injuring people because because he shouldn't be there. I mean, but do you see the size yeah, of him yeah, compared he's to like the twice as big as them? Right, compared to all yeah. the 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 actual females on the court. Yeah. And, and That's yet, insane. And yet the morons in the state of Massachusetts. And, and she's down on the ground, and they're, uh, the people, I mean, you know, a sidebar, the people are just moseying up to her like, oh, did you get hurt? You know, and I know that, that's not the whole point of no. it, but they could at least run out there. Yeah, there's yeah. more. There's more on this. Robert, you get back in, and Mike and Anderson, your two excellent callers, get back in, uh, and we'll uh, we'll put you up. Uh, Tennessee, Steve. Steve, good to have you as usual. Thank you for hanging in there. Oh uh, well, I, I appreciate you taking my call. Well, you could not be any more right if you were not going to bring up this subject about the Massachusetts incident. I was, because I saw it, I think, either the day before yesterday or something like that. And uh, it is just, it's just, like you said, it's insanity. And I can tell you one thing, it better not be one of my kids out there that gets hurt, because they're going to have a lawsuit that they ain't going to be able to get out of. Yeah, I mean. Because it's, it's ridiculous. The referee should have stopped it. If I was a ref, I would have said, no, no way. I ain't refereeing this game. Yeah, it's it's, it's utter, impossible. It's utter nonsense, and in in many of these circumstances that we're seeing, where this policy still exists, we are seeing female athletes regularly injured by their male counterpart athletes. And again, they are not they are not women. They are men. They are males. There's no way around that. Here's the part no one can argue against. Biologically, they are males. As I indicated, if a female athlete, if Riley Gaines tested positive for testosterone one single time, she would be banned. She would be banned. But it's okay to ignore 18 years of muscular and physical development with testosterone pulsing through your system uh, because someone wants to declare themselves a female to gain competitive advantage. I mean, that is so patently absurd by any measure that every right-thinking person on earth should be uh, completely opposed to this. You're 100% right, because all they are is, like you said, I couldn't have said it any better myself, you're trampling on the rights and the progress that women have made since That's Title right. IX. You're just laughing in the face of it. Right. You're, you're trampling on the rights of the majority to uh, to wrongly protect the rights, the alleged rights of male athletes competing in female sports, which is just patently absurd on the surface. And, and again, this is the this is the problem with the jargon. They, they do not, the parties that be, that are enforcing and acting these type of policies, they don't want you to say it this way because when you say it that way, it proves the height of absurdity. In other words, when you call these particular individuals out for being male athletes competing in female sports, they don't want you to use that language because it demonstrates how ridiculous it is. I'm sorry, that's what they are. From a biological standpoint, they are males. No matter how, again, real world, this doesn't matter. Real world, they have every right to the same uh, the same opportunities. But in the field of competitive athletic endeavor, th this is the opposite of rights. 
This is the trampling of rights. This is this is individuals trying to gain competitive athletic advantage to uh, to benefit themselves and their profile um, and take advantage of others. It, it's it's counter to everything that these individuals face in society, and they ought to know better. Well, it, it's, it doesn't help their case any, but, but there is a big difference between the workforce and competitive sports. Right. Big difference when, when it comes to that. And like you say, I'm all for rights of any individual. If, if they can do the job, they should get the job, be paid wherever it takes. And what you do after work, your business. Have at it. But, what, but when it comes to competitive sports, you're... Too many people are going to get hurt, injured, and it just skews it. You're denying so opportunity. Female athletes are being denied scholarship opportunities because of this. Steve, thank you so much. I got to run. I'm up against the break. Quick break. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Hey, foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate. Our team has been serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. But let's not forget about the super fresh margaritas, ice-cold cerveza, and over 80 tequilas that are served up daily from behind our high-energy bar, with happy hour on weekdays starting at 4 p.m. The owners, all local Upstate dudes, love hosting the Willie Taco Fiesta for our amazing guests. Don't wait. Your Willie Taco familiar.